0: Hey there, Brian Castle here. I am the founder of Clarity Flow, and today in my conversation, I'm talking to Jason Resnick. Uh, it was a great conversation. I've known Jason for many years. Uh, he's, you know, what's most interesting to me about Jason's work as a coach and a consultant is how he has, really, for lack of a better word, he has sort of like branded himself as the go-to expert. For a particular piece of technology, these days it's ConvertKit and email marketing automation. He he knows everything about that, and we do get into some of the weeds and tactics and um, technical tips there. Not too much, I promise. Um, but you know, even going back years, you know, he used to do this. Um, he you know he for years he was the WordPress uh, go-to expert, and so it's sort of a pattern. And I think it's really interesting. And we talk all about how that has helped him. Um, really grow his uh, audience and client base, um, and a really really strong coaching business by being the uh, premier go-to expert in the ConvertKit creator coaching space, um, and how he actually structures his his offerings, uh, his interactions with the ConvertKit team, and and, and that whole uh, side of the business, um, and really what is the difference between uh, you know a a client who might go directly to like a customer support um for the particular tool or working with a coach and consultant like Jason who can take it far beyond in terms of like business advice and consultation and connecting to other tools it's a really interesting space to um to develop a, a an incredible coaching business as as Jason has done um with his business which he calls nurturekit.co uh, we'll get everything linked up in the show notes, but for now, let's get into my uh, wide-ranging uh, chat with Jason Resnick. Enjoy. Jason Resnick, good to connect with you again. How are you doing?
1: Good. How are you,
0: Brad? Doing good. Yeah. So, um, so I'm excited to talk to you today. I mean, you know, we've we've talked many times over the last several many years now, um, and uh, I think we started talking years ago about productized services together. We were talking a lot about WordPress. I know you've been you know very active in that community, you know, going back years. But in more recent years, I, I mean, you've become known as the convert kit guy. You, you know, you've got your your site and your service uh, nurture kit. Um, and you've sort of developed, a, a name for yourself and, and a coaching and consulting practice around, um, around the ConvertKit, uh, community and user base. And I think, I just think that that whole, uh, model is fascinating and I'm looking to, to dig into it. Um, I mean, the way that I'm usually kicking off these interviews is to ask, like, instead of just the typical, like, hey, tell me about what you do, maybe you can give us an example of one or two recent clients. Um, it whether you could share their names or not, but just like, give us like, what does it look like from their perspective? Who who, these days today in 2023, like who is finding you, following you and working with you? And what does that engagement sort of look like?
1: Yeah, um, creators who sell something online. So to be concrete about it, um, you know, a recent client of mine, coaching client of mine was selling photography uh, courses programs, even a coaching, um, really around building a business, not necessarily that's like the tactics of photography, but it was like, how do you build a proper business around your photography? Right. And she offers membership. She offers one-off coaching and she, uh, one-off courses and she offers high-end coaching. And so what she found was my YouTube channel and She was looking for, you know, she was a tinkerer. She didn't mind getting her hands dirty in the tech, but she was trying to figure out certain things like, how do I properly put people into the funnel and give them the right offer at the right time? And she found my YouTube channels. She found, she basically binge watched my channel. Um, and she reached out to me saying, Hey, this is what I'm trying to do. I'm Trying to get that right offer in front of my right audience. I have a decent sized list. I mean, that's her words. Like, you know, I I always say there's no such thing as a small list. Um, and she's like, look, I want to automate this. I want to scale my business in ways that I could just go to the top of the funnel and put somebody in and reliably serve them free and paid content in what they need at the right time. And we worked together for, I guess it was close to about six months. And we put in a full-fledged funnel. Uh, And I say we, we developed the strategy. She actually went ahead and, and deployed this in her own account um, with, you know, overseeing for me, basically a lot of asynchronous stuff, which we'll get into, but Basically, going from "Hey, who is this person?" to "Hey, buy my coaching program," all the way and times we figured out what her sales cycle was, what, Mm -hmm. how will we segmenting people? How will we personalizing the pitches? I mean, the the visual of the main controller of this automation. I mean, it's a lot of branches in there because she has a lot of different products, but it's simplistic because it makes total yeah. sense for whoever they are at the time and they just keep cycling through. So that's who I work with are creators that are really trying to scale their business and sell to the right people in their audience,
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, the right products that they want at the right time.
0: It's actually pretty interesting. Cause it sounds like, you know, the, uh, a creator who, you know, is probably very similar to the type of user who who would be using clarity flow. Um, And it seems like you're helping them with like the marketing side and, and the funnels as, as you described it and um, how they kind of put connect all the dots between people finding them, subscribing to them, purchasing their products, hiring them as coaches. Um, And, and then like sort of what clarity flow is doing is like kind of like the tooling around actually communicating with clients and, and uh, and doing the the actual work together um, so it sounds like a very similar type of user where like you described it's someone who has um, who offers some form of coaching and probably also offers some coat uh, like a course um, and and also develops an audience with an, with a newsletter or a YouTube channel or a podcast or all of those things um, and so where like convert kit and like email marketing come into play it sounds like it seems to me correct me if i'm wrong but it seems like that type of use case a, a creator who's doing a lot of like different products that line into into course to community to coaching that's where email marketing and connecting with their audience can be really powerful and like you described like um showing the right offer at the right time you know it's actually like yeah. a lot, in, in my case with clarity flow like our own email marketing is just super simple, like sign up for the product, get a few emails and we nurture you and that's it. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I could imagine it's, it's a lot more, there's a lot more that you can do that can be effective when you have like multiple offers like that.
1: Yeah. And, you know, in, in her case, for example, right, she had different, yeah, photographers, one that was doing it as side hustles, you know, wedding photographers that that was their business. You know what I mean? So. There's different segments of that audience and she has her podcast and she has blog and these attract different kinds of people and different needs. And what email really does is it does connect with your audience in a much more personalized way or deeper way. And you can personalize that experience based on who they are and where they came in from you know, whether it is a beginner article or an advanced article, and you can kind of make us some assumptions around that and create their proper journey with them. And, you know, a lot of creators, uh, you know, or even online businesses, like let's call them that they, what they tend to do with email is they they build up the those lead magnets, the autoresponders and those sort of things. And then they're just dumped into the regular broadcast, the weekly broadcasts mm-hmm. and, and away they go. And then, hey, this quarter, I'm going to launch something. So they push out a sales pitch. And the only thing they do is exclude the people that already bought and then that's mm-hmm. it. Whereas when you do that over and over again, then your audience gets tired like okay this isn't the time for me to buy that and you're only giving me a week to decide this and just with the behavior of you know whether it is the economic climate whether it's covet exhaustion you know pandemic stuff left over or whatever but people don't want to feel anxious in their own inbox anymore they really want to be able to you know, those timers don't work like they used to, right? Like that. We always saw like, Hey, you got until midnight to do this thing, right? Like they just don't work as well anymore. And so what people want is a unique experience to them, And they want to be yeah. able to know that like, Hey, when I need this thing, I want to be able to buy it. Right. And also have it land in their inbox when it makes sense for them to get this thing. So, yeah. um, you know, that Rabbit,
0: that ju- just like having it land, uh, that's become harder than ever like and that just speaks to like you got to keep the quality up and yeah frankly the, the sales pitch is down in order to consistently reach their inbox because gmail will throw you into promotions or sometimes not even deliver you to the inbox yep. um and that kind of stuff can can really
1: ios is really thrown a monkey wrench into things i mean like there was always yeah. like corporate and healthcare industry like where there was software blocking a lot of this stuff I mean, iOS, if you're using Apple mail, now you can sign up for mail privacy protection, after your iCloud account. And it makes it seem like you should be doing that. And now you get things blocked all the time. And from us, from a business perspective, we don't know if they're even checking email anymore. So yeah, there's a lot of the tech getting in the way. So if your content's good and you create those unique experiences, the end user, your subscriber or your customer then wants your
0: email in the inbox and they'll
1: make room for you in the inbox and be on the lookout for that
0: well we're getting into some of the technical (laughs) details here which i'm sure we'll come back to but um but i mean so people know you your name jason resnick and nurture kit um, but what do you think kind of makes your brand of coaching Pretty unique in this space. I mean, just from you know, as for me, someone who's been watching your uh, your work over over many years, and, and recently, it seems to me like number one, I just think of Jason is the ConvertKit guy. Like if you're if you're at all uh, using ConvertKit or in that in that space, and you're a creator, um, uh, aside from like ConvertKit's own team in terms of like independent like service consultants that I don't know of anyone else who's more associated with them than, than you are right now. Um, and also just like email marketing tips in general. Um, I mean, is that how you are thinking about yourself? Like, how, how do you, how would you kind of differentiate from like other other avenues that that people would would go?
1: Versus? Yeah, I mean, I, you know, like I planted my flag with ConvertKit, you know, mainly because that's the kind of people they have the customers of the kinds of people that I like to work with, right? Um, online business owners who are you know trying to build a business designed around the life they want, right? And so most people can resonate with that, right? Because that's what I'm doing for myself, and I'm pretty, you know, I'm maybe not totally build in public, but I'm, you know, I talk about my family, I talk about you know behind the scenes stuff from time to time. But what I think people really come to me for is one i am super technical i mean i'm a data geek i'm mm-hmm. you know i'm a developer like i always yeah, say i mean I'm like when, when you and i developer. first met like
0: yeah. i knew you as a web developer and, and right. like a wordpress developer so you're taking that like tech background to to something that's much more accessible right
1: your, your... and and it's visual and what what it is is that like i don't write emails for people yes i've learned copywriting tactics and strategies over the years and stuff and my own study of it. But what I help people do is really automate the mundane right and automate messaging and segmentation to match. And so what I can do is listen to somebody what their desires are what they're trying to accomplish and then in my brain, do a translation of like, okay, these are the kinds of automations that we want to build in. These are the kinds of questions that we need to ask our subscribers. Um, and then translate it back out into them, plain English, you know, and say, hey, this is what we need to build out. And, um, you know, it's like one of my, I guess, superpowers when I, you know, graduated college is, you know, ages ago and stuff one of my directors said, like, you can, you're a geek that can speak human, and that's a Mm -hmm. skill, right? And so for me, taking a creative idea of like, for the example, the photography business, she had this thought, and she basically flowcharted out this thing. And then I was like, Yeah, okay, let's do it. And then this is what we need to execute on through the tool. Um, and we did it all asynchronously, you know, I'm sure we had a zoom call here and there, but it was, it was oh. all asynchronous thanks to clarity flow, because it was like, she worked on it when she could work on it. I showed up and gave her advice and thoughts and, you know, we shared screens and files and all the rest of it back and forth. And it worked out better and most likely faster than had we had like a weekly one-on-one coaching
0: call. Right. Um, I love it. I mean that's exactly how I work with my team as well. Um, I want to hear more about like so what does an engagement with you actually look like? So how how does a client start? How do you deliver um, I, what I heard you say I was a little bit unclear about this. Um yeah, like how much are you actually like implementing for them like in their convert kit account or on their website versus like just giving giving them some guidance on letting them do it? You you mentioned that that she writes a lot of the content. So like how does how do all the pieces kind of fit together and how do you like kind of manage the engagement?
1: Yeah. I mean, truth be told, I'm a client services business, right? And mm-hmm. so there's basically three tiers that my clients work with me. First tier is custom bespoke project, right? Where I'm helping them with the strategy as well as implementation. So I'm doing everything that we plan out. Next phase, the or the bottom sort of tier of clients are book of days right these are the people that like hey i know i want to do this campaign i I don't want to deal with convertkit i just want to hire jason for a day and Mm -hmm. i go in and i do the thing so it's like straight implementation yeah strategy comes along with it just from my experience and and all that but there's no game plan it's like hey i want to prune my list or I want to do a customer onboarding thing or whatever the case is. Right. And I just basically go in their account, and set it up the middle ground, which is something that clarity flow has really helped me with is the people that don't mind tinkering or they have somebody on their team already that does the ConvertKit stuff, right? And what those people need is, Hey, I'm doing this stuff already. Right? I'm like I'm trying like, to help doing me it. like not mess yeah. this
0: up <laughs> right
1: and like I want to really dial in the strategy behind it like how do I get somebody from a to b like from a new subscriber to a customer and then a customer to a repeat customer like what's that look like and how do we get that implemented right and they don't want to necessarily they don't need me to hire you know they don't need to hire me to do that stuff but this middle ground which I you know, affectionately call it convert kit coach. I mean, great. It's an email coach. Like I, you know, like it was something mm-hmm. that I developed towards the end of last year and I launched it at the beginning of this year was, you know, basically that it's an asynchronous coaching program where you have me in your back pocket and you can ping me at any time. We do a deep dive, we lay out the strategy, but moving forward from that, it's, it's clarity flow. Like everything's in clarity flow. Files, text, audio, video, share screen, all the things. And that's like it's it's great because they're doing the work and I Uh check in on them or they ask me a question and I answer it and we go back and forth. And a lot of times I'm doing the stuff in the morning and they're doing it at night. Mm -hmm. the, The ball is moving down the field versus them kind of in the past when I've done sort of consulting, it's like. They wait until Thursday to ask me everything and then mm-hmm. they do like a sprint and then yeah. they get stuck and then they wait till Thursday again. And so this kind of just greases the wheel, so to speak, because it's like they ask the question, I answer, it. They ask the question and I answer it. And, you know, I can even check and balance them because I do have access into their account, but they're the ones inside of the account to go ahead and actually do the work. And then I could mm-hmm. say, you know, hey, I think I would do it this way. And the only reason why I would do it this way is because of this reason, you know, and kind of coach them to use the platform better.
0: It's so interesting. I mean, there are so many little things I want to kind of unpack there. Um, I was talking to Rob Hatch on this podcast uh, on the last episode and um, you know, he was talking about like, he has a similar, uh, I mean, totally different type of coaching, but similar packages structure where there's like a middle plan that's just all asynchronous. And the key, the key driver there was that like the people that he's coaching, they are just su- super busy in their, in their businesses and their work to a point where it's like, well, a coaching call in the middle of a business day is actually a big distraction and yes. takes them away from actually doing the work that they need coaching for, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I, I uh, mean, I have and, coach- and then like you being there, like, like in the, like, I can't tell you how many times, like I've been working with a tool and it's like, well, I'm working on this project today. So I have my question today. I want to send it. I don't need an answer this hour, but I but I don't want to wait a week, you know? Right.
1: Yeah. I mean, I should be told I have another coaching client and he's, um, he's, a, um, I guess like a shooting coach for lack of a better term, right? He helps yeah. athletes become better shooters. Um, you know, he's, he oh. does Olympic trainers. He does hobbyists, he does leagues and stuff like that, and nations hire him to help their national teams and stuff like that. And Like right now, he's going back and forth between Italy and Qatar, right? So, and I'm in New York. So like when he's working on something, I'm asleep or vice versa. And like, Mm -hmm. I mean, there's no way that we could sync up at any point in time, especially if he's in the Middle East, like, There's like one of us is going to be up at 3 a.m., right? there's no way that we could do like a a Zoom call, but yet we're pushing the ball down the field because he, like you said, he's working on it now. He's doing, you know, coaching teams and things of that nature. So like, you know, he does this stuff at any time, you know, when he gets Mm -hmm. a few few minutes and like, you know, with all his travel, he has no idea where Wi-Fi is going to be and that sort of stuff, too. So it's like it just it, the, the asynchronous component for me has always been one of those things, not just to like, not feel obligated to show up it, on a day. If you didn't have a chance to do the stuff and then you feel bad about yourself, but two, it's like we're global, right? Like I'm in New York and then if somebody is on the other side of the planet, it's really difficult to try to sync schedules and time zones. And yeah, I mean, it
0: it would be totally prohibitive to like, you you literally wouldn't be able to work with people. Like I I've had really close team members and, and clients and customers in Australia, where there is like a half an hour, if not like a one hour window, where if we wanted to get on a live call, it'd be like super early for them and super late for me. Right. Right. but like asynchronous totally opens up that relationship and and actually makes it possible, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean the other thing that I keep talking about on this show and and everywhere else, I'll keep screaming about it with with async is like, it's not just that it's more convenient. It's, it's actually better because you have time to think and prepare and maybe edit or re-record or jot down some notes. Uh, before you send back that next response, right, because if we're talking on a on a live call, you have a question for me, I have to have an answer for you right now, and i'm just going to blurt out the first thing that comes to my mind, and it's probably not going to be very smart or helpful, you know so <laughs> um but if I have time to think think about it and come back to you later in the day or tomorrow, like we actually you know we're more productive that way
1: right? yeah yeah and it's and it's it's interesting that you say that because there are. There is many times where I'll have that knee jerk answer, like, oh, we should be doing this. Mm-hmm. And I'll read that in the, the email. Like if it's a text response through clarity flow and I get that thing, I'll look, you know, and then what's nice is like you get all those different notifications too, right? Like check the email, check the message, you know, reply to the message and stuff. So there's like those three tiers of notifications that you can get, right? So I'll check that email and then usually I sleep on it, right? Unless it's something that I can just reply back right away. and Know that that's count. Otherwise I sleep on it. And what I've told some clients is, is that like my promise to them is every Tuesday and Friday I show up, but that's the, that's, that's my promise. But the goal is to show up every day, right? Like I, I don't want them to wait, right? And truth be told, I don't, you know, I check every day. <laughs> it, yeah. It's a manageable like of right? Though,
0: you know, cause it, it gives you some space to like, whatever, take the kids somewhere on, on a Wednesday, right. you know, like, right. Yeah.
1: And, and what I've told some of my clients is like, look, you're going to get a notification when I see the, the message in an email, right? You're going to get that notification when I watch the message or hear the message or whatever the case is. Don't be, don't. Think that I'm immediately going to respond if it's a complicated question, if I'm reviewing text or uh, an automation or something of that nature. But know that t- at least within the next 24 hours, you're going to get a response to me. Right. Mm-hmm. So, like, we kind of have this, you know, I mean, I've, I've told them this, but, you know, there's this understanding there that, hey, here's the behavior around this asynchronous stuff so that, okay, I, I've given him something. I know because of the system built in this notification. He's going to get back to me in 24 hours. So they have this awareness. Like you said, you don't have to wait a week to get an answer. You don't have to get on a live call and then tell you, all right, I have to go back and I got to look some stuff up before I give you a full answer. And then you're wondering when that email is coming, that sort of stuff. Mm -hmm. Just the mechanics of. The whole asynchronous communication in the system, at least you know through what clarity flows built for me like that that is like it just allows me to set those boundaries and deadline uh boundaries and and allow them my coaching clients to have this the expectations set mm-hmm. right like I can yeah tell yeah them. i was
0: gonna say i mean i think that the setting expectations is is key it sounds like you do a really good a really good job of that because i i've heard from many coaches and i and i can see the ones who are who work really well asynchronously with their clients they have a deliberate um, onboarding flow for for a first time client where you know not only are they setting up the engagement and and maybe they're showing them a thing or two about like here's how clarity flow works i mean we we actually give you like a generic unbranded video that you could use for that now or create your own but they're also like setting those expectations like here's how we're going to communicate together and it and it gives the client a, a level of comfort, and and I found in, in my previous businesses and stuff that like that sort of thing really um, helps the client like uh, they're they're like in your corner throughout the whole the whole time if they if you just have that shared understanding like even if things go a little bit off the rails down the road or something doesn't quite work they're gonna help you get through it they're not gonna be like this uh, adverse relationship you know
1: yeah and and that's the the other nice thing too right like so. Like last month, July, I was away twice with family, like two different times, beginning of the month, middle, you know, third of the month. And I was just like, it was inconsistent for me to get in front of a screen just for a period of time, right? But yet I could use my phone to at least reply with audio, text, maybe not share a screen or, or that kind of thing, or even log into their converted account to review something. But at least when there was a moment and Wi-Fi that <laughs> I was able to get to it, um, you know, like clients were fine. They were like, "Okay, no problem." You know, it is what it is. And then vice versa. Like when I checked in, like if I didn't hear from a client all week, and be like, "Hey, I'm just checking in. It's Tuesday. I want to make sure everything is good and you're not stuck on something." And they come back on Wednesday and say, "Yeah, I'm I'm away." You know, I'm like, nice. "Okay, great, awesome." You know, so it's like there's this and it 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 doesn't always seem like just in the past coaching like when i've done coaching in the past with live it's always like when you cancel one of those calls you almost feel bad you're like
0: Mm
1: -hmm. okay great and then you think to yourself like all right do i need this monthly bill like you know that's Mm -hmm. how i felt from the client like Like, you
0: need to like justify its existence by showing up for these calls that you don't even necessarily right. need right now. Yeah. Um,
1: and so I, this... I love
0: that model. I mean, not just because it's asynchronous, but just from the standpoint of like a productized service, um, it, it goes back to like, you know, there are other services like that where it's like, you just have access. As long as you're uh, subscribed to this um, service, you just have access whenever you need me. That doesn't mean like on right. call, pick up the phone, like you're live. But it. But when you have a question, it's it's like an insurance policy slash assistant slash, uh, you know, um, yeah. like like expert in your corner, um, and that's where like the val. It's almost like you you the client can still get value even if they don't contact you for a whole month, just like exactly. knowing that you're there if they need you. Right? Yeah,
1: and and truth be told, I mean, look. Email marketing is unsexy, there's nothing sexy about it. Everybody wants to know what the latest social media hack is or Facebook ad hack or whatever, like nobody cares about email marketing, right? Mm -hmm. Until they realize that, hey, there's money in email marketing. (laughs) If I do this thing right, it's going to blow the others out of the water, right? But what's funny is, is that they'll get busy for three weeks. And I'll do my checkings and things of that and They'll be like, oh, yeah, I was working on this sequence and won't even talk about the convert kit thing, but then all of a sudden they'll come off for air and there'll be like a sprint for a week and a half and Mm -hmm. they'll try to get the like, look, I've got some time in between projects or, you know, there's a lull period for me in the season and whatever the case is, and they just go and, you know, part of the selling point is it's like you have me in your back pocket when you need me, I'm there. Right. So it just makes it that much like people need, especially with something that is as technical as automation and yes, personalization and segmentation people need, you know, that, Hey, I need another pair of eyes to make sure that I'm doing this the right way.
0: Hey, just a quick break to tell you about clarity flow. It's the software tool loved by coaches and their clients for communicating asynchronously in threaded conversations using video, audio, or text. My team and I designed ClarityFlow for the modern day coach. It lets you give clients a single place to engage with you and all that you offer through your coaching business. Run coaching groups, cohorts, and communities using our spaces feature. Create interactive courses using our programs feature. Build your coaching library with templates and reusable content. And sell access to your coaching programs with subscriptions or one time payments. Customize colors and connect your domain to give clients a fully branded experience. You can use ClarityFlow on the web or our mobile apps for iPhone, iPad, or Android. And connect any other apps using our Zapier integration. Start with a free trial or request a personalized demo and consultation by going to clarityflow.com. I'm, I'm glad you brought that point up. I, that's where I wanted to go next and, and kind of take it back to how you have sort of uh, really just branded yourself around ConvertKit, the tool. Um, I just think that's a really smart strategy in general as, as a coach and consultant to like, that's a, Built-in large audience and they're great clients, great type of people to work with, right? Um, but like you said, like, I, I think, you know, folks might wonder like, well, why wouldn't someone just contact like ConvertKit's customer support for these types of questions? And I've used ConvertKit, I've used Drip, ActiveCampaign, I currently use CustomerIO, like they're all sort of different, but they all sort of do the same things more or less, you know, lot, but they are... Yeah, but they are very complicated and technical to use um and it's not so much like like yeah i could contact their customer support just to get an understanding of like what does this button do um you know how does how does this data export work or whatever whatever that might be but what i always sort of wanted from those companies and they never really gave it to me was like what am i doing here am i setting this up correctly or or am i really or or I'm making it way harder on myself and my subscribers or um, what's the best strategy here. Um, And, you know, there's a lot of like programming logic that goes into email marketing automation, even though, you know, the users might not actually be writing code. You're talking about like, if this, then that, Mm -hmm. you know, delays and stops and, and things like that, like, you know, uh, tracking events and, and there's a lot of technical stuff, and then integrating Zapier to your website right. to yeah, the purchase the whole all, all, thing, all this different yeah. stuff. Like it gets pretty complex really quickly. So like, again, the, the standard support channels from any of these companies can sort of point you to a help doc, but it takes like a business consultant to be like, all right, here's what you really want to do here. You know? Right.
1: And that, then that's where it comes down to like, they're great with the app support. They know the app. Like, they know, mm-hmm. like, okay, this is what you need to do. The button you need to click, this is what you need to, the screen that you need to go into. But when, and this is, you know, sounds very similar to your experience, is like when you try to inject your business reasons for doing the things that you're doing, then everything goes sideways. They're like, okay, I'll be back in 20 minutes, <laughs> like, yeah. or whatever, right? From the chat. That's where I come in because one, I've been doing email marketing like you. I've signed drift for a long time. I dabbled in active campaign. I've used just about every ESP that's out there at this point. Mm-hmm. I I mean the methodology works and I've been doing this mm-hmm. for such a long time now that you know, like I know how all the pieces of the puzzle fit together in the big picture. And what I've learned at least from my audience is that they understand the puzzle pieces, but they don't have the picture mm-hmm. right? and they want to know where the pieces go of that puzzle. And so that's where I come in, right? Like, Hey, if you're selling digital products, this is the kind of things that we want to build. If you're selling a high ticket coaching program, then this is the kind of things that we need to build. If you're building a membership website, these are the kinds of things that you need to build, right? So yeah. those, aspects of it. Like they kind of know, like if you're building a membership site, like, okay, I got to build proper onboarding. And then well, how do I build the retention strategy into that? Like, what does that look like? And yeah. all of the things like, and then how do I launch this thing? And how do I market it ongoing way? Well, that's or, a- You know, like all of those things. And so that's where the value of what ConvertKit Coach gives you is that it's my experience coming to the table, working with folks like, you know, Pat Flynn and SPI and all of these other, you know, Justin Welsh's and and all of those kind of folks I mean I've been doing this long enough that I I I see what works and doesn't work and then that's Mm -hmm. when people are like hey if he's doing it for them maybe he can help me do it for For me
0: sure I mean that also brings up another good question here which is um okay so again I think it's really interesting how you've sort of how you focus in on convert kit users but like you just said like a convert kit user is going to be connecting convert to their website to their shopping cart to their uh membership platform to you know maybe clarity flow we have we have a convert kit integration too right? like and and so like are you do you naturally get pulled into advising and consulting on like those 100%. other tools yep. as, as well. 100%. You know, like, yeah, I mean, it's like they they come to you for ConvertKit, but then you're putting all the integrations together for them. Is
1: that yeah, right? I mean, I mean, should be told as a percentage of my ConvertKit coach clients that don't use ConvertKit, like you know, like mm-hmm. i was, I mean, I have a ConfusionSolve, you know, client. I have um, you know a drip client, and so mm-hmm. like the the methodology around the business is the same. It's just you know, as a developer, I developed in Java, Ruby, Ruby on Rails, PHP, it's all syntax. If you understand the structures and the methods and things of that nature around mm-hmm. programming, well, you can just learn the syntax. The syntax is yeah. there. So the same, I apply that same logic with tools, right? And so yep. I went from drip to ConvertKit. There's differences, there's similarities, there's nuances, things like that, and then Hey, what do we need, right? Like, do we need deadline funnel? Do we need Zapier to integrate with Airtable? Do we need circle? But we need all these things. And yeah, my experience comes in to that. I mean, if that's part of the big ball of wax, sort of speak, is like when we're building out the strategy of what you're doing, like what pieces of the puzzle do we need to tie back? And in my, my philosophy is that your email list is your. Core database. Everything that somebody does with your business needs to be in there because then you can leverage that
0: mm-hmm. and
1: make your engagement in the email in the emails and their inbox hyper-personalized to them. You know that they've yeah, been I mean, in your membership site for two months and they never logged in. Send them a send them a campaign to get them logged in. Otherwise, yeah. what are they paying for? Right. So, and
0: and again, like, that's like the difference between just going to the standard support channels, because like their support, like, uh, whatever, like I might email customer IO support, but like, they can only help me with customer IO. They're not going to help me with how, how these events are firing into my rails app or how right. they're, how it's integrating with my other CRM over here. Right. Like, like, but that's where someone like you can actually, you know, uh, put all these pieces together. Um, I wanted to ask you, as we start to wrap up here, like just like think about your own practice of how you're working with your clients and running this business. And, and, you know, you've, you've really evolved what you do over the years, uh, a couple different times. I'm curious to know, like, okay, I guess number one, like maybe some specific things that have worked really well for you recently to manage your own time and you're, you're managing multiple clients. Um, I don't, I don't know, is it, is it just yourself or do you have team members or assistants that work with you? Um, how do you make your time investment and focus you know, more efficient in this type of, this type of work?
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, for the most part, it's me. I have mm-hmm. a contractor that I, you know, I use that is real recent and he's been doing the book of days, basically the one a day hire me for the day kind of stuff. And that's allowed me to focus more on the coaching. Oh, so like side he'll
0: he'll be the person with them for the day. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay,
1: that's cool. Yeah. Um, and you know, I'm there. We're, we have a company Slack channel and everything. I mean, he he's basically Jason, just two years, three years behind. <laughs> like Love he it. understands <laughs> my philosophy, which is great. I mean, I've been trying to find somebody kind of like that, that leads mm-hmm. mindset, and he's you know go getter and he knows his stuff, and so. It 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 was a great fun, um,
0: nice.
1: The which has allowed me to now focus more on pushing the coaching side of things out because those book days, truth be told, it, it's, you're hiring me for the day, but it's like two days out of the week, right? Because there's some prep work before that, and then there's maybe some after the day like kind of up. stuff. Yeah, so yeah. it's like two days, right? But if he's handling that, now that's two days back on my week, right? And mm-hmm. truth be told, it's those book of days that could lead naturally into the coaching program, mm-hmm. right? Um, and so it's allowed me to say, okay, I can open up the door for the book of days, right? And bring more of those in because I was really only booking at, at, at a maximum one a week and that's typically
0: the first thing that a new client would would buy with you sometimes yeah yeah
1: i mean depending on who the client is but yeah Mm -hmm. the most times it would be a book a day just to kind of see what they see and then move up to a custom project
0: i really like that idea i i actually haven't heard this type of specific model from other coaches before where it's like it seems like most of them just go straight into a, a long-term coaching engagement and maybe a sh- maybe a few sessions or, or async access or something like that. But I like this cause a book a day is like, um, there's a lot of value there that you can get in one day. Like let's set up this funnel, right? Like that's mm-hmm. something that can actually happen in, in a day. And it's but a no brainer.
1: They can do the math. It's like, they yeah. know how fast they're going to get it and they know how
0: much they're going to pay for yeah, it. Yeah. They, they know, know like literally it. on the calendar yeah. when it's going to happen and, mm-hmm. But then it's also like a a really fast way to see what it's like to work with you and see Mm -hmm. if it's like, let's continue this relationship, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, and what the, what that does is like for me, I mean, to answer your question about the the time factor, right? Like my, I have a six year old and a four year old right now. I want to spend as much time as I can with them while they're still young. Mm -hmm. For me, it's like, Hey, how do I get out away from the screen? So when I'm the asynchronous coaching came about that offer came about this year was like, Oh, this could work because now I don't have to show up to a call at two o'clock in the morning, you know, two o'clock in the afternoon on a Wednesday or whatever for coaching, right? Like it's Mm -hmm. now async and I can do this when they go to bed or whatever the case is. And that gives me time back to spend it where I actually want to, you know, spend it with them. So for me, managing time, it's really managing Figuring out ways that one, I can help my clients and have them live the life of their own design, but two, how do I live my life the way that I want to design it? And so, yeah. um, you know, it's the asynchronous idea, and it's, you know, this kind of goes back even, you know, when you talked about productized services and stuff like that. Was always for me like, how do I make this easier, less hands-on? You know, still same value, but like easier on both sides of the table so to speak right like Mm -hmm. you know they don't have to show up i don't have to show up we show up when when we can we can sprint at times and we can slow down at times and still get a ton of value out of it and so um yeah i mean for me it's it is the time factor i mean that's why i started the business in the first place is the time freedom so
0: yeah i mean i guess just to sort of wrap it up i i wanted to just circle back to something that you talked about in the very beginning and just want to touch on like how, how you are marketing yourself and, and getting more and more exposure and bringing in these leads who, who would be purchasing like a book a day or, or getting on your list. Of course, um, you have a YouTube channel, Mm -hmm. you, you, you do email marketing. Um, what is like, what, what is your routine? Where are you actually investing your time and, and dollars and resources to like, make sure that more potential clients are, are finding you and also like this ties back to like, you know, you are attached to convert kit in terms of your branding. So like how much does that play into how, and and I'm sure convert kit sends you user, sends you clients Mm -hmm. as well. So so, yeah, Yeah. how does it all kind of fit together?
1: Yeah, I mean, truth be told it, it had historically been Twitter, (laughs) Mm -hmm. Like that, I don't have a blog. I do have a YouTube channel, Um, you know, for me, convert kit is probably about 70% of my audience, you know, their ConvertKit customers, or at least moving towards ConvertKit in some way. Um, And, you know, the Twitter X side, whatever, you know, things going on over there. But for me, it's really just about connecting with creatives and Mm -hmm. people that are trying to build online businesses. And so what I've always found too, is communities, whether it's free, paid, otherwise just going in there giving value because these are business owners also that are trying to scale their business and learn a little bit more and whatever the case is depending on the Mm community that it is there's always a ton of questions and so for me it's like what are the questions people are asking how do i turn that back around and maybe create a video or a social media post or an email about it and just answer questions and i try to funnel everybody to my email list and that's where everything happens. And then you know, huh. there's no way that I, you know, push people to a sales page or anything like that. You get on my email list, I want to learn a little bit more about who you are and what you're about. Um, and then give you the right product
0: with the right. You message. know what? I, I was actually gonna ask you about this maybe off air, but I'm just gonna ask it on air because I'm really interested and I think I think it'll be interesting for folks listening. I I want to hear more about communities. Like what is your strategy there? When you say communities, like, do you mean like you're joining private Slack groups, Facebook groups, membership sites where mm-hmm. other, where, where folks who look just like your ideal clients, that's where they're hanging out. And then you're, and you're literally spending time every day reading the, the, the threads and, and. And finding the questions and then getting in there and answering is that, all
1: of those things yeah it, it mean, sounds super obvious right like yeah but i mean I'm, I'm, so,
0: like to me i i've been in lots of these communities over the years but like i can never find the time to invest yeah. i in, mean like, truth
1: be told i i like you said every day it's not every day like mm-hmm. it, yeah, there's no way right um but what i try to do is try to find and I've learned over the years, like kind of like what to look for and seeing on and whatever the case is, you know, just being a part of the key being a part, whether it's a paid community or a slack group or a forum somewhere or whatever the case is, just like, hey, are my ideal people in there, right, or just looking, you know, um, looking for people that are advocates of, like you mentioned ConvertKit, I planted my flag with ConvertKit, so the Pat Flynn's and the Chris Duckers of the world that have a large following, okay, they're promoting ConvertKit. Who are the large affiliates of ConvertKit? Where do they go? And what do they have? And do they have communities? And if they do have a community, Mm -hmm. then they're probably promoting ConvertKit inside there. And So they're using products like influencers, I guess you could say. Are using products and they're sending their audience to those products you'll find me there too because hmm. like you said i so learned a long time ago like niching down and attach. like i did this with woocommerce by accident like a uh-huh. long time ago um and i was like oh i became the woocommerce guy okay so i didn't like you know totally by accident but it was like oh they have customers their support aren't gonna build custom features, but that's what I do. So yeah. I'll just follow them. And so same thing with ConvertKit, is like they got people on their platform. Some people will never even look my, look my way, but the right kind of people for my business will, and they'll find me, and that's what well, I'm how trying do they to do.
0: Actually, how does somebody from a community who might see you in a, in a forum or a Slack or something, even though you're answering questions and being super helpful and just being active and visible, how do they know that you actually offer this as a coach and as a, as a service? You should just ask. Like, I'll get
1: DMs or, you know, whatever. Like, so I'm in a bunch of different circle communities. Uh-huh. And, you know, I'll get a message like, hey, uh, you answered my question or whatever. Like, do you offer services or do you do this thing or whatever? Like, how do I sign That's up right. for your stuff? Or, and I'll just tell them like whatever in context, they'll be like, Hey, look, you know, I have offer a one hour of coaching call. We could do that. That's a paid thing. Uh, I have a book a day service, you know, that kind of stuff. And like, Amazing. it just happens like naturally just because I'm answering questions and I like tools like circle, um, you know, and other kind of like tribe, I think is another one, you know, these kind of tools where there's a search mechanism in there, because usually when somebody yeah. asks a question, then okay. my thing so kind of
0: go, go look for the keywords and you, you know where it's going to make sense for you to show up
1: and also people coming in later right like they're going to search for the thing like what are, what mm-hmm. are the best lead back you know or something like that and then like a post from a year ago comes up my things there right and so yeah you know so that's kind of why i like communities because there are it's that pool of people that are already good could be potential customers in
0: It's super interesting. It, it's like, a, it's a channel that I still think, and you know, I think a lot about like SaaS products and how to how to market SaaS, but it absolutely, of course it works for like coaching and, and services. Um, but just communities in general is is one of those channels. If you think about it, like search and like SEO, like through Google and, and whatnot, obviously it's still really important these days, but between AI and also even without AI, just, I feel like people are, um. Just less reliant on google or they they tr- they trust the re- the google results less i know i, I know think it's more me, you like, trust
1: the humans more
0: e- exactly right? like so when you're uh, like i'll go to like, reddit right? you know I'll, I'll go to reddit because i want people's opinions on right. some topic i don't want the people who have seo optimized the top 10 pages on the internet for this thing you know right right yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. And, and that's the thing like and you know you mentioned like how do people find you well most of the time in the in some of the communities i have been a long time member of i'll get pinged like i'll get pulled into a conversation more so than me reaching out to that answer that post or something because oh, yeah. somebody will say like hey jason's our resident email marketing guy you need to talk to him and they'll, mm-hmm. you know tag me or whatever in the in the thing and that's usually how i'm pulled into a lot of these things and so
0: yeah you know, it, it's it's also a really good nugget. Like, it's, it's co- This sort of comes back to the theme of this whole episode of where, where you, you've you become known as the email marketing guy and or the, the convert kit guy, right? Like that's a really important branding thing, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I, I had it a few years back when I was you know doing a lot of stuff around productized services. People would ping me. If the conversation is about productized services, I'm getting pinged and they're pulling me into it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, these days, I don't really have that anymore. A little bit with async, I think, but um, mm-hmm. uh, I, that's just a really important and really powerful concept. That like if if people can associate you with one word or one topic, you know, like I think of, um, uh, what's his name, um, the guy from Price Intelligently, uh, Patrick Campbell. Oh, you know, mm-hmm. uh, all things pricing. You know, he's the guy. You know, yep. Um, yep. yeah, super yeah, and
1: and that's what that's why. I, I, like you said, I think communities is powerful now, especially more than maybe ever, is that especially with AI coming out, people aren't really sure. Like when you got a Google result, you could click the link and kind of go to the page and be like, yeah, this is a shady page. I'm going back. Right.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: AI looks the same. And so you don't know what that answer is, if it's good or not. And one, you can't say like, who do I hire for this? Like, yeah, yeah is not going to shoot that name out there. Right. At least not yet. And so when it comes down to the transactional type content, which is really what I'm focused in on, like I have top of funnel stuff, but transactional content is really where, like, I mean, I'm in business to make money. So for me, transaction happens with the humans. And so if I can create those relationships and it occurs naturally just from trust or referral or whatever the case is, then... That's, you know, that's, that's where I've always gone. Like I've always had, you know, in the past I've had podcasts because of the hearing of the voice, I have YouTube videos. People can see me. They can also see how I explain and teach things. And so that sort of level of content for me is most important because that's where the conversions are going to happen, right? Like an SEO, you know, Hey, top 10 things you need to do for Black Friday email marketing campaign. Yeah, great. I mean, what am mm-hmm. I gonna bring with that? I might bring some subscribers, but are they, how close to the,
0: you know, the sale are they, right? And so. Makes total sense. Well, Jason, I mean, there are so many uh, nuggets in this thing. Um, maybe we can, you know, have you back on at some point and we can do like a more of a deep dive into like strategies and things that we can do with, with email marketing, especially for coaches and creators. Um, I know that we can go for probably many episodes on that topic, but. Um, <laughs> uh jason this is awesome uh where can folks connect with you i know it's nurturekit.co right
1: yeah Um, you can go to nurturekit.co or you could go to nurturekit.co slash blueprint and i give you uh first 30 days of your subscriber basically lay out every sequence and touch point that you want uh to convert them into a customer um
0: I love it. I would assume you're asking for an email address to get the Yes, absolutely. <laughs> that's, that's how it works. That this is great. And b- I, believe me, I have been subscribed and following your stuff for many years now, and it only gets better. So, uh, thank you. Appreciate uh, it's that. has been awesome. All right. Awesome. Thanks Jason. Well, Thanks for having me. All right. Yep. that wraps up today's episode of ClarityCast. I hope you're able to get a few nuggets of clarity to help you grow your coaching business. You can watch the videos of these conversations on our YouTube channel. Like and subscribe to us there. And I'd really appreciate if you'd give the Clarity Cast podcast a five-star review in iTunes. That really helps us reach more folks like you. Today's episode was brought to you by our product, ClarityFlow. Try it for free at clarityflow.com or you can book a free demo and consultation call to see how you can grow your coaching business on Clarity Flow. Thanks for tuning in. I'll see you next time.